You are listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward, episode 140. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. We got style and soul. Let's just let the good times roll. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am your host, Casey Edward. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. The intention of this podcast is to help you thrive spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. So we dive into everything from mindset and self-development to spirituality, all of the woo-woo esoteric topics, and everything going on with myself and guests that I think is going to help you live a better life or has helped me live a better life and that I want to share. So thank you again for being here. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode because there has been a little lull in between the last episode and this one, so I'm going to explain what's been going on in my life. I'm going to be explaining some updates on things I've talked about in past episodes. If you haven't tuned into the past episodes with me, I'll be filling you in so you won't be in the dark. And a little background, I am recording this on Thursday, September 23rd. And tomorrow is my 31st birthday, the 24th. I am a Virgo. Oh, wow. Freudian slip. I am a Libra. (laughs) I really connect with Virgos also, though, because obviously the 23rd is the last day of Virgo. I was supposed to be born on the 23rd. Anyways, I am a Libra. (laughs) And I am just feeling very grateful. And I am feeling like, Honestly, I feel like a different person than the woman who was turning 30 last year. And I love her and I love that version of me, but I am in a different place. I'm in a different mindset. I'm experiencing life in a new way. And I know I had said I was going to talk about lessons from my 30th year, but rather than listing them out numerically or going through them in that way, I'm just going to be talking about what's been going on with me. And yeah, let's let's dive right in. So As you may know, or may not know, depending on if you listen to this solo episode on this, I was in Hawaii over the summer for a friend's wedding. And when I got there, I received insight, a download, whatever you'd like to call it, about potentially going on anxiety medication. So again, if you haven't followed me for a while, my story, my history is rich in experiencing anxiety. I have had it since I can remember last, and I got into spirituality in my early 20s, and for some reason, you know, I had yoga, I had meditation, I was a life coach, I had mindset, I was reading self-development books. Anxiety medication never really came into the mix, and I don't know that it was conscious or if I made that decision on purpose, but it just wasn't really in my awareness, and I had actually been on anxiety medicine when I was probably 20 or 21, 
as I was graduating, gearing up to graduate college and I had a really bad experience with it. And so I must have written it off because it just wasn't even an option for me. I wasn't giving myself that option. And to be quite frank, I don't really hear a lot of people talking about anxiety medication. And so it just wasn't in my head until I got to Hawaii. I step outside and I'm feeling connected and I'm feeling mother earth and I'm just feeling so in tune. And it came into my head, anxiety medication. And immediately, the way that you can know if it's something you want to take action on is if it feels good, if it feels exciting, maybe it feels slightly scary, but you're like, yeah, maybe that is the next step. And so I texted my sister about it because she knows you know, how I am and she knows me like the other half of herself. We are best friends. And she was like, why not? And that's kind of how I was feeling. I was like, why not? So fast forward, we get home from Hawaii and I'm kind of procrastinating going to the doctors because I'm like, could this be? Like, I am spiritual. I think of myself as a teacher. I'm a coach. Could I be on anxiety medication? And I knew that that was just a mental story from the ego, but I couldn't quite surpass it. So I just kind of was putting it off, putting it off. And then I got an injury. I stubbed my toe so badly, you guys. Like, I went down <laughs> and was crying. And I have like a pretty high pain threshold. So to be crying, Joe was even startled and then he comes over and looks at my foot and he was like, oh, you, you should be crying pretty much. Because <laughs> and I was like, good, good, good. Thanks, babe. Uh, but so I stubbed my toe and I knew that that was the universe kind of being like, sister, slow down, take us up on the offer, just look into it. And so I was like, all right. So I make an appointment and I go into the doctor and I could feel that it was right. And I, could, I kept checking in with my intuition, like, am I safe? Is this right? And it was kind of scary, again, because I didn't really know what to expect. And I was just like, okay. But anyway, so I go in, I take the test, and basically it scores you on anxiety and depression. So the doctor comes in. He's my homie now because I've been to the doctor a few times since. He's my homie. I love him. He's so great. And he's like, okay, so you scored pretty low on the depression, but he's pretty high on the anxiety score. <laughs> And I was like, you don't say. And when I, I remember when I was taking the test, I was very, very cognizant of kind of leaning on, like treading on the side of caution. So if I was like, mm, I could be a four or five on this question, I would lean towards the lesser one because I didn't want to make sure, I wanted to make sure I wasn't like talking myself into having anxiety, you know? So I played it safe and still he was like, yeah, that anxiety score is pretty high. <laughs> so he told me about my options. And he told me about a medication and the dosage that I would go on, the milligrams. And my whole body was like, yes. And so I did it and I felt very excited. And now I am here to tell you that I have been on it for about two months. And I feel like myself. Now I want to preface this with saying, I am not telling you this to be like, everyone should go on anxiety medication, or if you have a problem, it should be medication that solves it. I think that there is a really great way to balance Eastern medicine, Eastern tools, Western medicine, Western tools. And I had pretty much tried everything from the East <laughs> and I had tried all of the holistic solutions. Like I said, yoga, meditation, acupuncture, therapy, rapid transformational therapy, which is essentially hypnosis. I did all of the things. I'm very active. I'm a happy person. I just had anxiety. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I want to be the one to share this with you 
because there is nothing wrong with anything that you feel called to do if that feels aligned, if that feels like it's in the highest good for you. And I hadn't really heard many spiritual teachers or leaders talk about this. And I want to be someone who says, yeah, I am a coach. I am a teacher. I'm super into spirituality and I'm on medication. And when I talked to my doctor, his little pregame, <laughs> pregame talk for me, pep talk for me going on this was, it's not going to make you feel super happy. It's not going to make you feel enlightened. It's not going to make you feel euphoric. It's going to make you feel like yourself. And that's exactly how I want to put it to you. I feel like myself. I always was myself, but there was this edge, this this shake, this nervousness that I couldn't get rid of no matter how long I tried. And I've tried integrating it as well. You know, some people are like, you have to integrate your shadows. And I get that, but like, no, that's not what it was. <laughs> and so even like Joe can pick up on you. It feels different. You feel, you feel, you were always high vibe. You were always positive, but I can feel how you feel and it's good. And that's exactly how I feel. I feel calm. I feel grounded. I don't feel like I'm crawling out of my skin. I don't feel like the world is crashing around me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still human. I have my moments, but it's just bearable. And so I'm just here to tell you that if there is a stigma or a mental story blocking something that you're being called to deal with the story and then take the steps. Cause here's my thing. I thought to myself, okay, I have pretty bad anxiety right now. The worst case scenario is I go on this medication and I feel a little worse for a few days and I have to get off of it. The best case scenario is that my anxiety goes away and then I'm able to reconnect with the divine. I'm re reconnect with God. I'm able to get more clear downloads. I'm able to take the actions that were freaking me out before. And I'm so grateful that I made that decision. I'm so grateful. And it's funny because sometimes I tell people, and their stories come up and they're like, yeah, and even if you don't have to be in it forever or on it forever, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will be on it forever. I don't really care. And so that is the way that I wanted to start because I had a lot of, a lot of people reach out to me and say, man, like, thank you for sharing. Or I also have been thinking about going on anxiety medication, but I wasn't sure what to expect or I wasn't sure if I should. So I just want to keep it real. That's also one of the intentions of the show. And you know that I do my best to keep it real. And so that is where I'm at. And from that, and from all of the very deep, shadowy spiritual work that I have went through, and I'm, I don't really feel called to talk about it on the show, to be honest. I know that I'm super woo-woo, but I think that that's other people's places. So if you feel like past life stuff is coming up, or trauma, or your shadow self, or you have to work with your inner child, there are tons of experts. There have been experts on the show before. You can scroll back, or you can find them on Instagram. But I don't feel like really diving into what I was going through. But basically, I was going through a lot of spiritual stuff, and I went on anxiety medicine. And then last night, it all came to this moment. And what I realized was, after you've done the self-development, after you've made the changes that you feel called to make, after you've released the trauma, after you've brought to light, brought to light all of these limiting beliefs that were hidden, all of these hidden self-deprecating stories, once you've done all of the self-work, once you've done the spiritual work, then it is time to decide that you are truly going to be who you want to be. The last step 
of this part of the journey, which is the self-development, the trauma, the dark night of the soul, the unshedding, like I've been saying, is to decide that you are now going to fully step into being the next version of you. And the whole reason we've been doing this is to be happier, is to connect with abundance, is to serve our purpose. And so you make the decision. And last night at Soul Cycle, when I realized that it was time for me to make the decision, I realized that for most of my adult life, anxiety had also been a crutch for me. So yes, I had it. And I also used it as a crutch. I used it as a crutch. I used it to stay small. I let the fear talk me out of things. I let the fear seep into all realms of my life. And last night I decided that is no longer who I am. I also decided I am no longer someone with an eating disorder. So what does this mean? This means that I know that I am strong. This means that I know that I am capable. This means I know that I am worthy. This means that I am willing to show up in the face of fear and let myself take the next steps that will help me up level. This means that I eat to nourish my body. This means that I am one with my body. This means that I am in love with my life. This means that I allow. This means that I open myself up to receiving all that is trying to come to me now. And this also means that going forward, I no longer tell those stories. That is what I have realized. I no longer tell those stories. Because I am no longer that person that had the anxiety, that had the eating disorder, that had all of the difficulties, the trouble, the struggle, the trauma. I now tell a different story. That is my decision. And I am saying to you, is it time to make a decision? Or are there still steps left that you have to take? The way that you'll know is if the person that you're ready to become, does it feel like you can step into that version of you now? Does it? Or does it feel like there's more work to do? Last night, I realized I was letting myself simmer in the work that I had already done and it was making me tired. It was bringing me down because it was time to step out of it. And so I have decided this is who I am now. So just look at what's going on. Just look at who you've been and look at the parts of you that have maybe been keeping you small and be real with yourself. Maybe have been keeping you held back. Maybe have been keeping you in lack. Maybe have been keeping you in fear and scarcity and decide to shift out of it. The decision is the final piece and then you up level to the next part of your journey which is a new place where you no longer give in to the fears. You no longer let those anxious tendencies take over. You see them, maybe they'll still pop up, but nothing, nothing will shake who you are now because you know you're strong. You know you're capable. You know you are worthy of the love and the abundance that you're seeking that is seeking you. You know because you decide because you're the creator of your reality. So, that is the realization I had last night and that I wanted to share. And it's powerful. It's powerful. And, you know, I I have someone in my life who has a friend who's kind of going through it right now. And she's been going through it for a very long time. And the person who's close to me is like, you know, I try, I try, I try to help, I try to help. But there's only so much we can do because you know what's going to get you to the point where you make change, where you decide you get sick of your own shit. That's true. I have been on 
a few podcasts and they say, so what was the catalyst for your journey? And I'm like, honestly, I was sick of my own shit. I was sick of being like, I'm anxious. I was sick of being like, I don't eat enough. I was sick of not having energy from not eating enough. I was sick of being in lack. And so did it take me seven years to get to the point where I'm at now where I feel like I'm fully fucking moving out of it? Yeah. But I knew back then and I made the decision. So the decision is the last step before the up level. This is now who I am. Get sick of your own shit. Stop telling the stories. Create a new one. Release any of the trauma, any of the stuff that's holding you back, any of the sludge. Integrate what needs to be integrated. Cry, ball your eyes out if you need to, and then step into that version of you. And then step into that version of you. So that is a little bit on the anxiety piece. I, like I said, I'm probably not going to talk about it much on the show or in my content on Instagram anymore because I've decided. And you can too, and you can too. And I am opening, oh, I feel it in my heart for you. You can too. Whatever you're going through right now, you can get through it and come out the other side. Just make the choice. All right? And I'm sending you love if you're going through anything. So, all right. So now the other part of what I wanted to tell you is, funny enough, so how, how do I get into this? So basically when I went on anxiety medication and now I just feel like myself, everything feels even keel and I feel much better and I just feel very in tune again, what was flowing to me was getting a nine to five. So basically I'm getting rid of all of these stigmas I had, I think subconsciously as a spiritual person, like you have to be an entrepreneur, you can't be on medication, X, Y, Z. So I'm starting to feel myself and I'm like, you know what? Being an entrepreneur has been awesome and it's been what I've needed to do because I've had a lot of emotional stuff I've had to work on. But now what feels fun and easy is getting dressed up and looking dope and maybe going into an office and being around other people and learning and thriving in that setting. Meeting people, putting my pla- myself into new positions, putting myself into new places, meeting new people, learning new things, like I said. And so... That is what I've been doing. I have been interviewing for positions and I'm very excited. There are a few that I am quite excited about. And so basically I'm going from entrepreneur full-time to having some like work gigs on the side to ideally having a full-time job and also having an entrepreneurial side gig. And that is what I'm feeling called to do. And I want to feel, I feel compelled to tell you that as well because spirituality and entrepreneurship don't have to go hand in hand. And the downloads I've actually been getting or what I've been feeling in meditation is get out into the world, spread the light, spread what you know, use your intuition in the real world. Cause you know, I think that what, what happens to us sometimes if we're in this spiritual realm or in this, excuse me, self-development realm is we get so in it that we forget there's a world out there. There are people out there who need us that our service might be out there, not just on Instagram, not just in the podcast, not just in the spiritual teachings. Being spiritual is being you. Being spiritual is living your life. You smiling at a gas clerk is just as spiritual, is just as pertinent as recording a podcast episode, as doing an Instagram post on Mindset. You being kind, you holding the space for people, you getting in the high frequency that we all know we can get in and spreading that out into the world, getting out there. So when I was thinking about how can I serve and make the money that I want to be making, that was my answer. 
And now that I don't have crippling anxiety, it was so clear to me. Okay, this is what we're doing next. Allowing yourself to go with the flow. My friend and I had a full moon ceremony the other night and I was tuning into all of this because again, my mind was kind of like, damn, we're going back to a nine to five. I've never really actually had a nine to five because the most closely related job to corporate I had was when I was uh, one of the head visual assistants at Nike Boston and I kind of just got to do cool shit. So I've never actually had like a nine to five, but so I was tuning into it at this full moon ceremony and I could connect to mother earth and she said, keep it simple. Let it be easy, my child. That's literally what I heard. Let it be easy. Let it be easy. Honestly, after years of entrepreneurship, showing up and having someone give me a to-do list and making a decent amount of money from that sounds really easy and really fun. (laughs) Having a desk. Again, wearing some heels and getting dressed up. And it's in the city. It's in my favorite part of Denver. And that just feels easy. And there aren't any more stories around it. All of the stories are gone. All of the baggage is gone. And also I've done a lot of work around abundance. And so now this is what's opening up. And so I have some side gigs. I have the podcast and I'll have this job, this opportunity. And I'm so grateful. And so that that is where I am at. That is where I'm at. And that is what I felt called to tell you. I have some some episodes in store uh, that I've done, interview episodes, and I'll probably be on here still. But if everything goes as I'm feeling it will go, then I'm going to be recording on weekends from now on and not during the week. And I'm not going to be bopping around. I'm going to have a more structured, routine life. And at this point in my life, that feels really, really good and really fluid. It takes a lot of mental work out of what am I going to do today? When am I going to do it? Because I will know I have to go for a run in the morning at 7 a.m., then get ready, and then go into work. Not I have to. I get to. I get to. What do you get to do? What do you want? Open yourself up. Ask that question. Then sit in meditation and see what comes in. And, you know, funny enough, another way for you to tell if things are moving or if things are changing is I've had flow in my business always. And I kind of stopped having flow. Like the clients I was projecting getting weren't coming. The sponsorships for the show that I was projecting weren't working out. Things were not falling into place as they normally do. And when that happens, there's a reason for it. And it was because I was supposed to pivot. Like I, I was like, I hear you. And this is seeing that everything is working out for you. If something stops working, it's because something else out there is going to work for you in a more profound, more aligned way. And sometimes what we have to recognize is the life we want to live, we might have never imagined. The life we want to live might be some something completely different than what we thought it would be. And we have to be open to it. You might say, God, I want a fun $100,000 job and I want it to feel easy and I want it to be aligned and I want it to be playing to my strengths. And you might be an entrepreneur thinking it's going to be that you launch this new program and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, go get this corporate job. And you're like, what? Swerve. Openness. Eagerness. Allowing. Ask. And then receive. So that that's a little bit where, that is where I'm at. My life is flowing in so many interesting ways. And I'm very, very grateful. I am also approaching my marathon, which I'm so excited about. Again, it's September 23rd right now. So I am 
17 days out. Damn, 17 days out from my first marathon. I'm doing the Chicago Marathon, if you have not heard me talk about it on the show. And I am running for an amazing fundraiser called Back on My Feet. It helps people who are experiencing homelessness reintegrate into society by showing up to running groups. And it really is something that hits home with me and I connect with. I am a little ways away from my fundraising goal. So if this feels in your heart like this is a cause that you would like to donate for, donate to, then I'll put the show link, I'll put the link in my show notes and you can check it out. You can check out my page and you can donate. And otherwise, that is what I'm up to. Seeing what job flows for me, running this marathon, being present, enjoying the fall weather, looking forward to my 31st year of life. And I am just so, 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 so deeply, so, so deeply grateful for where I'm at. So grateful for where I'm at. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. If you would like to follow along with me on Instagram, it's at K-C-C-A-S-E-Y underscore Edward, no S on my last name. The show's Instagram is at I can't wait to tell you dot podcast. If you've enjoyed the show and never left your review, it is so super helpful for me. You can just while you're in the iTunes app where you're listening to the podcast, scroll all the way down and there's a place for you to leave a star review as well as comment. Both are just so helpful and I'm so grateful to everyone who has. If you have not, please take a moment and do that. It really helps me out. And yeah, I will keep you all posted. And I think that's all I have for you. I am sending you love. I am sending you light from Denver, Colorado, and I will talk to you soon.